Welcome to Your Pathways to Wealth, where Charlie Massimo and Peter Anastasian are on a mission to bring clarity to the world of finances. Together, they bring a wealth of knowledge to help you uncover a way to simplify your financial life. Join Charlie and Peter and their guest experts as they venture to help you preserve what you've built and enjoy what you've earned. Now, let's talk wealth. Comprehensive wealth management is not just growing your assets. It means protecting them as well. And this may mean property and casualty insurance. To make sure you understand your options and best practices and why you might want to consider some coverage, Charlie Massimo and Peter Anastasian tap their network of specialists. And Peter is here with one of those specialists, Ron Rugolo of Bradley Parker. So Peter, tell us more about Ron and today's topic. Thank you, Patrice. You know, I've been waiting so long for this opportunity as I finally get the stage to myself. You know, as you know, <laughs> many of you listened to Charlie last episode and I wasn't able to make it. But in all seriousness, you know, really excited to cover this topic. Asset protection and risk mitigation play such a critical role in our clients' lives. You know, they've worked so hard to accumulate their wealth that no one ever wants to see it exposed in the event of an unforeseen event. So we certainly lean on an extended team of experts, with Ron being one of them. Ron has over 20 years of veteran in the industry and actually began his career in underwriting. So really understands the dynamics and how insurance works. And he also serves as vice president of Bradley and Parker. So welcome, Ron. Thanks for having me, Peter. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And thank you so much for joining us, Ron. You know, Ron, some of the topics we would like to discuss today for many of our listeners are how often should I review my policies and what should I actually be looking out for? In addition to that, are there differences in carriers? The changing landscape of the industry, for example, the Florida market, how to protect your collectibles and what makes your firm different um, than others? So Ron, let's jump right into it. Again, how often should one typically look at their policies? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's give you, a, I'd, I'd like to give you an answer, a set answer as like every two years or every five years or something to that nature, but that's not necessarily the case. There's a lot of factors that contribute to someone, uh, you know, some life-changing experiences, whether or not they just recently purchased another asset whether or not they just recently purchased a, a more expensive car or something to that nature. But rule of thumb, uh, I would say between uh, th every three and five years, probably more, more frequent today, only simply because the market has hardened and people are, uh, members of the general public are seeing their premiums go up significantly, even when they haven't had claims. And what I mean by that is the insurance market is driven by, it's a pretty simple formula. You know, the insurance carriers collect a certain amount of premiums. And then of course they have to pay administrative costs and various other things to that nature, but they also put that money away to pay claims. And if they find that there's you know, more claims to pay than the premiums collected, they then lobby to the state for a rate increase. And we've seen you know, a lot of carriers having to pay more significant claims based on the severe weather nationwide, based on the uh, the aggressive driving in certain states and the in the more in the more expensive cars that are out there, and on the business side as well, some uh, cyber liability claims that come through. But to answer your question, it's sorry for the long answer. It is probably between three and five years, but at the same time, 
depending on some life-changing events that might call for a, a review. Sure. So perhaps maybe you could share a little bit of insight, right? So for instance, let's say, you know, a client had purchased a home four years ago or so, and they paid a million or 1.2 million. And because of the strength of the markets, now all of a sudden the value of their home is almost, you know, doubled for that matter, especially on Long Island. What should one be doing along the way and how should that be addressed? Or is it sort of automatic? Does the insurance company adjust their coverages to keep up with their values? Good question. There is built in in most policies an inflation guard of 4% that increases the coverage to on a, of the replacement of the home each year. But sometimes, based on your point, it may not be enough. And it may call for an evaluation of replacement costs of that house. I think everybody's aware that during COVID or shortly after COVID, the price of labor and materials on the construction industry has gone up dramatically. Plywood, for example, used to be, what, $10, $12, and at some point it was $60 a sheet. So, you know, there's something to be said for having to review the replacement cost of a home more so today than ever. A lot of people may not even realize it until such time that there is a claim that they're just underinsured. And at that time, in my opinion, it's too late. Sure. It makes a lot of sense. Now, are there differences in carriers? Would you group them in different categories or how should one look at you know, a carrier? Because at times we typically just look at the premium and say, what's the cheapest yeah. policy I can get? Yeah. Good point. You're always going to want to work with an A-rated carrier by AM Best. And that's the, the uh, I guess you could say the the way in which carriers are rated by a certain industry. And we don't work with any carriers that are A or below, or rather below A, I should say. So there is a, you know, and as an agent, we are to know and to navigate through the market to know what companies are looking for market share and what companies aren't. Because uh, the companies that are looking for market share are going to have the best coverage with the most competitive premiums. And that's sort of the advantage to working with an agent as opposed to a direct market. Right. And at times, would you say that certain carriers tend to be more responsive than others? And, and the reason why I bring this up is I was actually talking to a very good friend of mine. And in February during President's Week, he had gone away with his family about a week into his vacation, as it was ending, he received a call from the local town official, and they were basically alarmed as to how much water his home was taking. Mm -hmm. And long story short, a pipe burst in his home, and it was the hot water pipe that basically steamed out his whole house for the mm -hmm. entire week. And so till this day, and we're now sitting six months later, and he's still fighting with the estimators to get an actual value of repair work done. And so are there differences? Is there a better way or a quicker way to have a more responsive carrier? Yeah, well, to I should say AM Best not only rates the financial strength of a carrier, but it also rent, rates their claims um, service. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about an A or, or better carrier, we're talking about superior claim service. And I would also say that there's a component to an agent being the advocate for their client. For example, if that was my client and they were waiting that kind that that length of time 
for a claim to be settled, we would advocate for them. We would do everything within our power as a as a carrier partner or a partner to the carrier to see the claim through and to overcome any delays that are going on. Sure. It makes a lot of sense. Many of our clients are snowbirds and they'll travel and uh, have another property down South, most of which would be in Florida. So can you give us some insight into the, some of the changing landscape of the industry? Are carriers perhaps changing their coverages, creating some gaps in coverage, and even specific to the Florida market, what's going on with hurricane insurance and so on? Yeah, since the last severe hurricane season in Florida, it's the insurance market took a turn for the worse in Florida, if that's even at all possible. One of the things that people need to look out for in Florida, and I would even say here on Long Island, is whether or not the there's a wind exclusion on their policy. Quite frankly, there are carriers out that are practicing in Florida that will have a total wind exclusion, meaning that they'll cover every other peril but wind. And that, of course, as we know, is the biggest exposure there in Florida. We do have here on Long Island carriers that will cover hurricanes, but it's subject to certain percentages of deductibles. And that's one thing to look out here on Long Island is that if you have a 5% deductible for hurricane, question is, when does it trigger? Um, and that's typically during a Category 1 or higher deemed hurricane from the National Weather Service. And second question is, if it's a 5%, how does that work out in dollars to me? Some people could not even know that they have a forty dollars or $50,000 deductible attached to the, from their homeowner policy when they do the math, because it's 5% of the dwelling coverage. And of course, if the higher the dwelling coverage, the higher that deductible is going to be. We try to work with carriers with, there's no way to get around a hurricane deductible, but we work with carriers that have a 1% or a 2% or a 5%. And during our marketing efforts, we try to find the lowest hurricane deductible to apply. Got it. And maybe share some insight in regards to umbrella insurance, right? So, you know, for instance, one may have it, but what is the, is there a formula to use? Do you use a multiple of your net worth and so on? Um, yeah. There's an yeah. Great question. This is another item that people unfortunately overlook. And it's sometimes it's overlooked to the point where there's a serious accident or injury on the premises or an auto accident of some sort. And they only find that they have they're, they have a, a much lower limit than they should have had at the time of the uh, unfortunate or unforeseen accident. It is very important because to consider an umbrella policy that is considered excess liability over the auto and homeowners insurance, mm -hmm. especially when someone might own significant assets or even, I would argue, one significant asset might be considered just simply a house in New York. Right. You know, it's not unusual for us to approach a million dollars for a, a standard home here. So it's important as to add up the value of assets and get to the number uh, as far as in way of primary liability and an umbrella and try to get at or over the asset size of that individual. Got it. You know, one confusing area I will say is probably collectibles and insuring collectibles. You know, many people tend to have 
you know, a few watches and over time they've appreciated in value and on top of it, engagement rings, jewelry, and so on and so forth. How, how do you go about insuring collectibles and what exactly needs to be done to make sure that in the event there is a loss that the insurance company will cover it? That's a great question. And I hate to say it, but there are people out there that might own very expensive pieces of jewelry and expect that they're going to, or furs or fine arts, and expect that their homeowner's insurance contents coverage is going to cover it. And that's actually not the case. While it will cover uh, a certain amount, it would be subject to depreciation, and they wouldn't get near the value that, that, that the item might command. The best way to insure valuables is to schedule them on an insurance policy for their full value. And how they reach the full value is they you obtain an appraisal, uh, whether it's you know from a jeweler for jewelry, from an art, uh, you know, an official that can appraise artwork or someone that could appraise furs. But what we find is in that particular case, when it's scheduled, it's covered for its full value. Subject, you know, and it's literally that the appraisal becomes a part of the insurance policy to to refer to in the event of a loss. And one other thing that people might not know is that it's also covered for mysterious disappearance. So mm-hmm. I've had clients lose a jewelry item and get paid in full for that loss. Well, that's great to know. Great information. So again, just to be clear, it's important for one to itemize each item, right? If they want to have that fully covered by their insurance company. That's right. And and it's a very simple process. They get the appraisal, they submit it. Oftentimes this schedule, as we call it, can be attached to a homeowner's insurance policy. And it could, it could be, it, it it's literally attached as a schedule and, and within the pages of the policy itself. Great. Some really great information, very valuable insight here. You know, Perhaps maybe you could share with us, maybe a little bit self-serving, but what makes your firm different than others? Why should one work with a firm similar to yours than perhaps maybe going direct to a carrier? And are there any differences in costs along the way? Great question. And that's, first off, thank you for the question because it's 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 an important one. You know, when someone's shopping for insurance, it's sort of like reading Greek. You know, the only thing they know is that they need it and that, They'd like to pay the least amount of money for it because it's not that Mercedes that they've always wanted or something of an intrinsic value that they've always looked for. What makes us different, in my opinion, is is just our approach. It's very honest and direct. We are lucky enough to work with the better part of 35, 40 different major insurance carriers that practice nationwide. So we have the ability to shop the insurance, whereas a direct market similar to the ones that we see on TV all day, just have their own product to offer and their own price to their, that one and only price and condition to offer where we bob and weave through the market and we find the best fit for that certain individual, whether it's business insurance, health insurance, life insurance, or even uh, as we say, um, personal insurance, we have various verticals within the agency and a, a lot of different options available. And again, it's all about the right fit. And you know, at the end of the process, we're going to come back with two outcomes. One outcome is going to be either we found something better in both terms, conditions, and 
pricing or will give an honest answer in that, you know, that individual may be well served with their current product and their current placement. It's not unusual for me to say that during a rare occasion, just simply because it's the right answer. Got it. Well, thank you so much, Ron. I'll turn it over to Patrice as well. All thank right. you for having me. Ron, sure. that was that was great, especially the, the comment about the right fit is so important. How can people reach you if they've got some more questions? Oh, sure. So I have a direct line here at the agency. It's uh, 631-650-4014. I have a cell phone number that's, uh, of course, uh, attached to that, 516-317-0402. And I could always be reached by email. Would you like my email address too in there? Sure. Go right ahead. So it's R-R-U-G-O-L-O at Bradley-Parker.com. Fantastic. And now, Peter, how can people reach you if they have questions and if they have other topics that they want you to attack? As always, we could be reached by calling our office at 631-777-1030 or online at yourpathways2wealth.com. And thank you so much for that. Listeners, for more information about managing your wealth, talk to Peter or Charlie and follow this podcast. Oh, and yes, share with others you care about. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to your Pathways to Wealth podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at Wealth Enhancement Group or give us a call at 1-800-492-1222. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Wealth Enhancement Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.